Hello, hello, small business growth family. Welcome to a, another episode of the No Fluff, most conversational business podcast out there, where we have raw and real and genuine conversations sharing tactical business growth advice, entrepreneurship, lifestyle tips, mindset blocks, and so much more. If you're new here, I'm your host, Madison Page, and I am a business growth specialist helping you learn how to stand out and sell out on social media by building a ride or die obsessed online community around your brand. Whether we are together on a road trip today, maybe morning routine in your bathroom, or maybe you're on your hot girl walk, whatever it may be, I am so happy that you're here. Today, I am bringing you an episode all about personal branding, being multi-passionate, how to really structure having a lot of ideas and leaning into your personal side of your business, the transparency and authenticity that comes with that with our host, Madison Tinder. Madison Tinder is a multi-passionate business marketing mentor, owner of Soulful Scrunchies and the host of Soulful Select Retreats. She has multiple businesses. She's multi-passionate and she really leans in to all of them. And in this episode, we break down how you can go about doing that one you know to move into a new idea and what the power of a personal brand is so without further ado welcome our host madison tinder hi madison thanks so much for being here thank you so much for having me i'm so excited yes i'm excited too so first things first just like give us the rundown of where you're at you have a lot of different endeavors a lot of different stuff going on tell us all your businesses kind of a little bit about your journey yeah, so I run a coaching and consulting education business. I I call it all different things, mentoring business, whatever you want to <laughs> call it. Um, that's where I sell programs, courses, memberships, just kind of all the things in that nature. That's really what my full brand is. And then I have Soulful Scrunchies where I sell hair accessories. So scrunchies, claw clips, um, that's kind of at first that started more as like, I hate to say this, but like my hobby business, like I kind of just wanted that to be an escape, like something fun because I always wore scrunchies and I always loved doing like cool hairstyles, but it definitely is not that anymore. It turned into (laughs) like a full fledged business, which I'm not mad about. Um, and then I host retreats. So I host retreats across the country and And I have one coming up in literally two weeks. I'm going to be sprinting in the Atlanta airport to get to Sedona, Arizona for my third um, retreat in eight months. So it's been a journey. And then I have a podcast too called Multi-Passionate Conversations. And um, I would say this, the last year was a big pivot for me. The beginning of 2021, I had this like awakening, like this complete breakthrough. I don't know how to describe it, but I almost felt like for so long, I started my business in 2019 for, I was really doing the same thing. Like I, I was known as like the launch queen, like the sales queen, the visibility queen. And I was like, I don't want to be known for like a specific thing because that's not what I do. Like I already do multiple things. Um, I would just want to be known for me. So I had this transition into just really growing my personal brand and embodying all the things that I do and talk about. So I really went against, against the grain online of niching down, sticking to one thing, creating content around just one thing and just kind of did my own thing. Um, and I feel like I'm still navigating it a little bit. So I really navigated it in, uh, 2022 and, 
you know, I'm excited for how this year is going to turn out with the pivot that I did. So oh, that's so cool. And I love that idea of like, I think as business owners, we tend to have that multi-passionate brain, but we feel like we have to master our first business to be able to like absolutely expand. What, what are your opinions on that? Like, when were you like, now, like, I'm going to, I'm going to branch out a little bit and not want to do what I'm just doing constantly. Yeah, I think it was, I had that belief too. And I think it's true in some circumstance. Like, I think it depends on someone's financial situation and what other business they want to start, right? Like if they're like, I want to start this big global, you know, venture capitalist business, you, you know, you might need some income to be able to kind of do that and support and do payroll, but it depends on what they want to start. But I always tell people like, if you really focus on growing a personal brand, it allows you to do multiple things because everything's kind of running from under you. Um, but I always say it depends on someone's financial situation, what they're comfortable with and what type of other business they want to start. Um, but I did have that belief for the longest time and I, that held me back for a while. Um, I started my scrunchy business about a year and a half after I really went full force into coaching and consulting. But I always wanted to do it, but I always was like, no, I need to be more established or like, you know, my coaching business needs to be like really, really successful. And like, it doesn't like it's, if you're comfortable and you want to do multiple things, you can, it's just up to you to figure out the finance finances and time management and what other businesses you want to start at the end of the day. Totally. And that's so funny because I've like, as a, I feel like in the consulting space, like I have so many business ideas because I'm always yeah. like, oh, like we could do this, we could do that. And I feel that same way where it's like, I have all these other ideas that I'm like, someday that we'll kind of dive into those. And I've really felt a pull this year to like really expand into multiple different mm -hmm. things. And what's interesting to me is the product versus service of marketing, like marketing the difference of the two. How did you, like, do you feel like there's a big difference there? How do you feel like your, your personal brand kind of played into that, that mix as well, where it's like, Hey, I started this one. Hey, I started that one where you kind of have a home base. Like what's yeah. kind of your feeling around that? Yeah, I would say when I first started Soulful Scrunchies, it was really different because a product is so visual. So I did like the full website, the photo shoots, and that wasn't like a thing in the coaching space like a while ago. I mean, now it kind of is, but it depends on the person. Yeah. So like it was very visual, like customer centric, kind of like, um, you know, more of a quantity level um, of selling the scrunchies. But now I believe it's shifted. Like I really do think that it's prime time to create multiple businesses. Why? Because like people don't really care about how pretty your stuff is like from an e-com perspective, they're basically buying into you. So I feel like me knowing a personal brand and growing, growing this coaching business really helped me, especially now with soulful scrunchies, because now like I'm on TikTok, I'm more involved with the brand and people are buying into the relationships with me. And how inspired and how much I love the product and who I am as a person over just what the product looks like. But I would feel like three years ago, like your typical e-com, like it's so different. It was so different, but now like with the rise of TikTok and the rise of videos, like, I mean, you see it all the time on TikTok, like these influencers are like starting businesses and 
are they really buying the product? Are they buying because they love the influencer, right? At the end of the day. So I feel like the coaching and consulting taught me a lot about um, selling and marketing e-com, but I'm so glad I went through that e-com stage where I learned like the ads, the Pinterest, the photos, the marketing campaigns, really all of that. Um, So I can still apply it to this day, but make it a little bit more personalized. Mm, Oh gosh, that's so good. And a lot of the like personal, personal brand behind it, I think is where people are hesitant. Cause they're like, ah, people don't care about me. Like people don't want to see yeah. me people like I'm too boring. Like nobody really cares, but it's really in those mundane, transparent, just like real and raw moments where you really yeah. do build that online brand where people love you. Yeah. And I feel like any business can, you know, benefit from that. And I feel like it's definitely hard, but at the end of the day, like a personal brand really is creating a bond and creating a community with your audience and it's influencing and it's um, impacting them. And it's really growing like a thriving, like ride or die community. Like I'll go wherever you go type mentality. And that doesn't come just from like your typical, like education post or, you know, your typical, like, about your offers or products. Like it comes from the vulnerability. It comes from the stories. It comes from them connecting more with your values and beliefs over what you sell. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny. I like, you're literally using same verbiage that I use all the time. My people are going to be like, did you pay her to say this? (laughs) Uh, Are you sure she had paid ad? Um, So with the personal brand, like where do you really start when people are like, no, like it's not really for me. I just want it to be my business. I don't want to be the face of my business. What is your, like, just start here. Like first few things, how do you really like embark on a, on a personal brand? Yeah. I mean, it does depend on the business, but I would say I always start with knowing your brand vision and your brand mission. Cause a lot of people get into starting a business and they know they just don't want to do that. Like it's almost a stepping stone for something bigger. Right. Um, so what is that? What is that moment? What is that big thing that they want to do? Right. So it's really understanding what is your brand mission and vision and creating from that space. So many people create with a business mentality, a business niche mentality. I'm a, I'm selling mentality. I'm solving problems when mentality, which is completely fine, but they're not creating from like the bigger vision and the bigger mission, which is absolutely so important. And then I would say step two is, almost like reflect and analyze your content. Like the, like, are you so involved with just growing the business? Is all your content about selling? Is all your content, which is fine. I'm all for like selling, but we need some balance. Is it all like selling? Is it all like educating? Is it kind of robotic? Is it not fun? Then we need to change it and implement. I really do think there's a difference between like personal brand content and like business building content in a way. So like, enforcing and creating more from your personal brand, which is going to involve you getting on camera, which is going to involve you being vulnerable, which is going to involve you sharing stories and documenting and behind the scenes, like more of like a stepping into influencer, like lifestyle realm alongside the business content you're putting out, which I think people will see like a big transformation from that and it'll and you get more comfortable doing that. So identifying the brand vision and mission and then 
implementing more of the personal brand content. And then I always tell people like a personal brand is not a quick fix and it's ever involved. It's ever evolving. So as you change, as you grow, you take your audience along that journey. And that's what people really relate to. I kind of look at like Instagram influencers who I've been following since I've been in like high school. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How they've just, they've taken their audience under their wing and they've been like, come on this journey with me. Like that's kind of what I want to do for both businesses. Um, But I always say it takes time. Like it's not going to be like a one month thing. It's going to be like you consistently putting in the effort for years to grow a personal brand. But many people just don't want to do that. But I believe personal brands are for longevity and they allow you to do so many amazing things. Absolutely. And like you said, like your community will then attach to you and take you on wherever, like you can completely pivot your business or start a different business. And those people will still come to you. Or you can be like, honestly, I'm sick of making scrunchies. We're going to start making whatever journals now. And they're still like, oh, no, I'm down. Yes, that is the difference. That's what I try to get my point across all the time online. But some people just like look at me like I have two heads or something. (laughs) I'm like, if you pivoted right now to something completely different, what would your audience do? Yeah. They're like, they would probably all leave me or I would need a brand new audience. And I was like, then I'm like, you're not doing it right. You're not growing a personal brand. Like, it's so important. Like, now, like, I would say, like, when I first got in the online space, it like wasn't a big thing. Like TikTok wasn't here. Reels wasn't there. It was all like stories or like yeah. posts, but it's just everything is personal brands now. So I, I feel like I'm not like a trend person at all, but I feel like this is not a trend, but if it was like, it's extremely important to grow your personal brand and especially with pivots and, you know, we're not going to be doing what we're doing forever. So making sure that you're growing the audience for you that relates to your brand values, your morals and beliefs, and not just always what you're selling. Absolutely. And it's not like your community is going to go away as like a trend, like community is going to last, especially if they're attached to you. And that's something that we've seen a lot through, like through COVID and everything is people just wanted that connection with people. And I think it kind of accelerated it so much, so much quicker because we were all like, let's just connect to people online. And now it's just kind of sticking. And how do you feel around like I've had some people when I'm explaining this is they'll be like so do you want me to almost be like an influencer for my product like think of it that way how do you feel about that mentality I actually I really do like that mentality I think it's more of like an influencer for your entire brand Mm -hmm. like to me growing a personal brand like the ultimate goal for people is to not always just sell that one product. Like, and a personal brain is going to allow you to like be on podcast, book speaking engagements, write that book you want to do, start that second business. Like, I think it's coming from more of a broad mentality, but I do like the mentality of being an influencer for your own product, but it's also being influence and impact for a bigger community and people who don't just want to buy your product, but maybe will buy something else down the line who just want to be in your presence and who love you for you. Like, I think that's powerful and that's going to last years and years down the line. But I always like tell clients, I just truly believe people have different goals for their personal brand. Like I talk to people and they're like, I just want to 
grow my brand presence. I want to be on more podcasts. I want to speak. I want to do summits and I want to do like, you know, all the things, write a book. And I'm like, well, that could be a different approach than someone who wants to start just a completely new business from their personal brand. Right. It just depends on their goals. And then when you figure out the goals and we find like the best approach from a content perspective, from a showing up perspective, from um, an expansion perspective to make sure we're kind of hitting those goals. Mm, Yeah. And so it's kind of, it's thinking of where you really want to go with it and then creating it around that. Yeah. Totally. And I like what you have done as well is that you have like your base, like your Madison Tinder like profile. And then you have the little offshoots of all of your different businesses, your podcasts, all of that, where you can get new people into those, but your people still go to there as well. Do you really feel like that, like, because you do have businesses that have similar audiences, do you feel like you can have multiple businesses that have like tons of different types of people, like types of ideal customers? Or do you feel like you should try to keep it in a similar realm? I think you can have completely different businesses for sure. Um, When I started Soulful Scrunchies, I started with transitioning some of my audience over there, but then I completely changed like kind of the ideal client. Like we'd talk more to like moms or like teenagers or something like that. Like, I really do think you can have multiple businesses that are different, that have different ideal customers. It's just, you're always kind of the face of it. Like you're the brand, you're the person, and then you can have multiple facets of businesses just depending on what you want to do. But I always tell people, like, if you do want to start a different business, like maybe it is easier for that business to be like an easier transition from your personal brand. Um, just in, just to make it easy for you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like with people starting newer and newer and newer businesses all the time, like most of these businesses that are being created are coming from a personal brand or they're very in tune with the person behind the brand on social media, like very active and stuff. Um, that's kind of what I've noticed. But I always say it's easier to transition to something that makes more sense for your current brand. Um, And then later on down the line, you can kind of do as many businesses as you want that are different, but it's just up to how easy you want it to be. I gotcha. Yeah, no, that's a really great point. And looking at um, kind of going back where you said the, like from the visual standpoint versus like a personal branding standpoint that people aren't really needing or wanting that like perfectly aesthetic, whatever, like needing it to be really beautifully done and cohesive, all of that. How do you blend like not needing it to be perfectly cohesive and everything needs to be so visual and all of that with like still having a visual brand around it, still calling in those people with branding. Yeah, I'm someone who uh, I do like having a brand. Like I do like having like specific colors and it does bother me sometimes when things are like off. Like (laughs) I think it's just me. I know other people don't care, but I kind of look at my online presence as like a storefront. Like I still want people to be attracted to what I do. um, And I still want to have a cohesive brand, but I believe that me being multi-passionate, like it's okay if some things are off, like it's okay if the color pink is not the same as the other one or my fonts are all 
jacked up because that's literally me. Like, that's just me. That's what I embody. Like, I don't embody and I don't preach a very cohesive brand in the first place, but I want people to be attracted to my presence and what I do. And that has to come through kind of my storefront. There's a lot of brands online who kind of have stepped into more of like a luxury brand. So they identify as that, but I don't, I'm a mess. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a hot mess express and that's what I embody but I still want my pinks to be almost the same color <laughs> yeah yeah at least like of shades of pink and I yeah. think that's a good point of realizing that it can be it can be attractive and it can be high yeah. level but it doesn't have to be like to a T your profile can't have like needing the perfect grid all the time and all of that yeah no I just like you know I'm like I don't have like certain brand fonts like I just pick something that's readable for my people (laughs) totally readable they can get the job done they can scroll through just fine yeah yeah absolutely well this has been so good Madison if you were to leave the the audience with like one last tip you're kind of your legacy on the Mm -hmm. podcast what would your tip be yeah I would say to if you're someone who's multi-passionate or you want to go grow a personal brand to like start embodying it like start talking about it start owning it start like being okay with getting yourself out there because I actually posted on my Instagram stories the other day just looking it was like last month looking for people to be on my podcast with like unique skills or hobbies yeah and so many people message me with the coolest things that they do and I go back to their profile and I don't see any of that Mm -hmm. and I'm like why like don't be afraid to talk about cool things that you do or skills that you have or being vulnerable with your audience or sharing your stories because that's what's going to build a community for the long run. And don't get so caught up in, oh, it's not selling my offer. Or, oh, it's not um, related to the product that I have. Like, it's okay. Not everything has to because it's falling under your brand. So I would say that's my biggest tip. Really own all the unique things and stories that you have within you. So. Mm, and one more question on that, just because I think it's a good point is how do you mm. like, how do you really push through that fear? Cause I think so many people are like, I just don't want to put my face out there. Like they're so afraid to really embody it from a point of either rejection or just like judgment. How do you really like push through that in your mind? Um, I would say like a lot of times, like for me, when I first started, I had to work through on like why I was feeling like they would reject me or judge me just from things that have happened in my life. But knowing that you're almost like doing your audience a disservice if you don't open up to them, like they're really craving that for you. And if you need to block your mom on stories, do it because I did. (laughs) Yeah. Block your mom, block your boyfriend, whoever's going to judge you. Like, yeah. 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 And then once you get, yeah, once you get yourself out there and you start like owning it, like you're not going to care what anyone says. And many people may judge you like secretly, but who cares? You're not for everyone. And the people that like, you'll actually see people connect to you and almost giving you that, like, no, like what you're doing is like, you'll quickly see people starting to attach to you and quickly see people being like, Oh my gosh, like I do this too. And you're like, Oh gosh, I didn't even know that with the most mundane things that people will really attach to you with. It's really cool. 
Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I agree. I think that vulnerability is key and you're going to find your people when you open up more with any type of business, honestly, Um, especially product-based. We see it all the time and don't let judgy your judgy uncle affect how you show up. Uncle Steve, get out of here. (laughs) Awesome. So good. Where can people find you? Where, what are your handles? All of the things. Yeah. I show up a lot on Instagram at madison.tender. Um, scrunchies is shop soulful scrunchies. And I do have a podcast called multi-passionate conversations as well. Um, and my website is madisontenderllc.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. All right. That is it for today's episode with the two Madisons. You can find all of Madison Tinder's information in the show notes. Her Instagram is at madison.tinder and you can come hang out with me on Instagram as well. And that is at this is Madison page. If you are new here, hit the subscribe button. I put out new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if this is your sixth episode today and you are loving on the podcast, give us a quick five-star review. It helps us out so very much. And stay tuned in the next week or so because we have something really exciting coming to the world of the Small Business Growth Podcast. If you've been on my, in the Facebook group, you've already seen a sneak peek. If you're in my close friends list, you've seen a sneak peek, but it is coming to you live next week. And it's something that I have had so many of you guys ask me. And I know that everybody says that. Everybody's like, oh, so many people have asked for this. This is something I have truly been working on for years and I am overjoyed to be able to bring it for you and it's going to be so helpful. It brings some really accessible business growth advice to you. If you are loving on the podcast, you are completely caught up and you can't wait for another episode to come out. This is for you. If you are looking for a sneak peek, click the link in the show notes to join the Facebook group and you'll find it there. It's completely free down there. Go ahead and check out our quick little sneak peek. So I hope you are having a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening and I will chat with you in the next episode.